What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of My Hero in Review. As always, my name is Andrew, and I am pleased to announce to you guys that this month of August 2020 has been our highest downloaded month so far as Friends Don't Lie. And so, so encouraging, so amazing to see the downloads, to see the response, to uh, just all of it in general is just so encouraging. And it's motivating, and it, it makes me excited to do podcasting. It makes us excited as a group to keep watching and do content for you guys. And, uh, man, we could not be more uh, motivated than ever before. And I hope that you're excited as well to listen. And one thing I would just ask again, if you are someone who's listened to these episodes or any of our episodes and you are a fan of even if one of them, if you could please rate and review and share uh, Friends Don't Lie podcast with somebody or iTunes or Spotify, that would be amazing. It would mean the world to us. As always, uh, before I jump into the episode, as we kind of recap and, and discuss um, everything that I really, really like about it, uh, I always talk about quick or some things that I've been uh, playing and or, or reading. And I have uh, three things for us real quickly. Uh, I uh, recently uh, played and beat a short hike. It is on Nintendo Switch. Um, and I, if you have a Nintendo Switch, it is only $8. And uh, it is a really, really, uh, it was a very, very charming game. Uh, it was a short hike. Uh, it, it, I beat it in a couple of hours. I did not expect that. I mean, I didn't expect it to be a 15-hour long game. But two hours did seem a little short to me. But then if you look at the title, it's called a short hike. So I can't be that upset about it. But to see where you went in that game, it, you are it's a game more really about discovering who you are and reconnecting with old friendships and relationships in their life. And I did not expect a two-hour game to really explore that and do that well. There's also some open-world mechanics, and you're able to go around. You are you play as a uh, kind of a bird, and you're able to walk around, but you're also able to glide as well. And so you can uh, be able to do all those things is, is pretty great. I, I didn't expect that uh, to be in it something in the mechanic of the game that I would really, really enjoy. Um, and uh, the main purpose for you to get to this one area in the game uh, to reconnect with this uh, relationship is was a really, really cool thing that the uh, game developers did. And so I recommend this game to you. If you have $8 and you want a, a story, but also some open-world mechanics and open-world things like that, I think you should look no further and check out our short hike. Secondly, I've also been playing uh, currently still this game called The Last Campfire. And The Last Campfire is a puzzle game, and you play as these creatures called embers. And they're trying to, I think, from what it's trying to say, is get to this certain area to find a place of rest, maybe like a heaven-type area, uh, and then they get lost. But there's also this villain called the Forest King that's keeping them from going to this place of refuge. And so you, as a just known as as an ember, are going around to find these embers who have been lost. So it's all about finding your friends and finding people who who are who are lost and need to get back home. Uh, and uh, so it was really really cool to do that. And every time you find one, so when you're searching and you're going around, you find uh, this ember, and they look gray and shriveled because they are just they're away from their people, they're away from where they need to be. But every time you find them, you get to it, it like transports you to this puzzle, and you get to like 
solve this puzzle and move things around and get to this certain area. But once you do that, the ember, which is kind of like, I think their life force or spirit, if you will, goes back into their body. And then they're able to travel back to the campfire where they're all resting. Uh, and so it's cool. So you get to travel around and it's kind of, you know, different areas to explore. I wouldn't say it's open world, but you get to go to different areas and explore and find them. And uh, I'm not really quite sure how long the game is, but I'm probably a couple hours in and it still has a lot, seems like some left. Um, and uh, so I highly recommend that if you're into exploring in games, if you're into puzzles, uh, this game is for you. And you probably haven't seen it advertised because it kind of shadow dropped um, out of nowhere, but it's only $15 and I highly recommend it. Uh, lastly, before I jump into the episode uh, as well, um, I started Black Clover, and if you're an anime manga fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but it is a, is another show and jump, is what they call it, kind of like My Hero is, uh, and I can see there's a lot of similarities, and to see how, um, the main character doesn't have any magic abilities, because in My Hero, it's all about quirk and hero ability, but in Black Clover, it's about becoming a wizard, um, and using magic. And I'm sure that I know that there's a larger premise that's going to happen that I just don't know yet. Uh, and it's interesting to see how the main uh, protagonist, the main hero, does not have any magic abilities. But you know what's about to happen. And I'm about halfway through the first volume and I'm really, really liking what I read so far. But that's all I will say because I don't want to say something because I don't know fully because I don't know how the first volume ends. And so I have a little more report to you guys last, or next week. Um, as we as we keep going. Well, all right. Well, it's time to jump into the episode. Uh, remember last week, the villains appeared in the plaza, and like remember the USJ is all these things. But All Might was supposed to be there, but he couldn't because he did too much hero work, and he had to take a break. Uh, and then we see for the first time not only a bunch of villains, but our kind of two main our three main villains in these next few episodes. Uh, Tomura Shigaraki, he looks so weird with his, the, the, the hands all over his face and everything. I just thought that was so interesting to see that with his hands all over his body. And, uh, and then also we see a, a main or villain that seems to have this, uh, warping and this black hole type ability. And, uh, so there's more about that as well. Eraserhead takes charge and orders 13 to evacuate all the students, um, and Midoriya is concerned about him because of how he is, you know, will he be able to defeat all these villains because he's more known for one-to-one, but Eraserhead, and I just like how he says, he's like, you know what, but if you're going to be a pro, you have to step up to these type of things. And uh, but he goes in and he starts taking out everybody, which is really awesome. And uh, they're using uh, the different villains are trying to confront him, but he can't. Uh, but he's able to overcome them because he has the glasses that uh, is able to hide his vision, so he can easily counter anybody because he can nullify their quirks. And so this is the first time we get to see a Razorhead in action, and I thought that was just so cool. Like, he has the capturing weapon, he has all those things to be able to throw the villains around, to be able to uh, mess them up, and we get to see, man, a, the, to be a pro hero in this world, like, you have to be 
um, legit. And so he's like destroying everybody, and uh, which is so, so cool to see this type of action. Because so far we've kind of only seen, uh, you know, we've seen Midoriya and Bakugo fight a little bit. And we've seen All Might do some things. We haven't seen this as a new type of hero and what he's able to do. And to see that type of thing and him be unique with this capturing weapon, uh, with the kind of the cloth around him. And he's able to use that and throw people down is really, really cool. Midoriya is definitely surprised by what he sees, but uh, and, but you know what they need to be able to attempt to evacuate. But as uh, they are trying to uh, uh, get away, but we see uh, another villain, the warping villain Kiryagi, I think is how you say his name. And uh, but he only he also introduces himself as the League of Villains, and that their goal is to kill All Might. And uh, but as they're trying to attack him, it doesn't do anything good. But you know what? He's going to separate them into the different zones. So we get for the first time the class. Not only are they in a uh, villain situation, but now they are separated. Um, and uh, as that is happening, uh, Midori is transported underwater in the shipwreck zone. And the shark-like villain comes out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh man, what is about to happen?" But then we get to see Sue, and we know that she's like this frog-type uh, hero, and uh, she kicks the villain out of the way, and then saves not only Midoriya but saves Mineta as well. And they talk about their concerns of like as they're on the ship of like what is going to happen, and uh, but you know what. I like how Midori says we just, it's our job as students to not only to get out of the situation, but to protect All Might as well. And uh, But then we could see this quick flash of, of everyone in their own simulation zones and just how cool that is and, and what is going to happen. And you're like, man, this episode is setting up some really, really cool moments. This really, really cool stuff of like, man, it's going to be awesome. So back at UA in the nurse's office, All Might tries to contact 13 and uh, Eraser, but nothing is happening. So he's kind of concerned about that. But then he realized, man, I can't do anything right now. And then the principal, Principal Nizu, uh, comes up and, and he says that, you know what, you need to be way more responsible because you're exhausting himself. I just think it's so funny. He's like this mouse-like character, but then he sits down, and as soon as he sits down and pours him tea, uh, you know, All Might's like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be here forever. And man, I don't know about you guys, but there are multiple people in my life that are like that, where uh, they'll try to call me on the phone or they'll try to, if they'll come and sit in my office, and you just know, you just know that when you get a phone call from this one person, it is going to be the longest phone call in the world. And seeing this scene, it reminded me of that, of just those people. And you're like, you love those people to death, and you're glad, you're so glad they're part of your life. But it's like, but you know what? They could kind of chill out a little bit. <laughs> they don't need to be talking that long. Back at the USJ, 13 uh, outlines that Tinya needs to run back and tell the school for help. But, you know, Tinya is the, you know, he's the class rep. He doesn't want to abandon his students. But then they realize, hey, you know what? They give him the confidence and encourage him to actually go out and do that and use his quirk to save others. And I love that. Um, I love that he inspires them to do that. And Tinya knows. And as he's running, uh, Kiryagi with, uses his warp ability, but then 13 uses his uses uh, his black hole ability which we haven't seen until now and then as it's happening you want to know more and then it cuts back to Midoriya 
And as it's cutting back to Midoriya, we see Sue and Mineta, and the ship is surrounded, and they're trying to come up with all these ideas of what to do. And so they go through all their different quirks and all their different things. And then we have this scene, you guys, where, you know, Midoriya says, yes, I have my quirk, and, uh, you know, but I can only use it once, and then it, it hurts my body. And then we see Sue, and she's like, yes, you know, I have this frog-like ability, and so we're in this, they're this water-type thing. And then they realize, hey, you know what? They must not know what kind of quirks we have. Have. That's why they're waiting. So everyone turns to Mineta. Okay, what's your ability? He's like, I have these purple like balls, and every time, every time I, all they can do is stick, and I can generate as much as I can until, until I literally start bleeding. And then as they're doing that, they both stare at him, and he's like super embarrassed. And then we get to see just Mineta's this guy. He just he wants to be a hero for the ladies, and his quirk is not that great. But you know what? He's just going to keep trying. And uh, so I really, really like Mineta's character. I think he's hilarious. I will say when I watched this episode for the first time, uh, when I was the really first time I was watching this series, I was like, who is this guy? This guy is so weird. And he's a womanizer. But as time went on, I was like, you know what? Mineta's not that bad. And he's pretty funny. Uh, but then they realize, you know what, it's time to put a plan to action into action. But they don't really get a chance to do anything else because um, as it's happening, um, one of the villains starts put a uses his quirk and puts some a hole right in the middle of the ship. And then Midori springs into action because what they're going to do is this really, really cool type of vortex. And as he's going in, and even though Midori is shaking, even though that he doesn't know what's going to quite happen next, or will he even survive this, he uses his Delaware smash, which takes out uh, his hand, or most of his hand, but it causes a vortex. And in the middle of that vortex, uh, Sue and everyone starts spinning around. And all the villains are now sinking because of this powerful blast that came from Midoriya. And I really, really like that. And so then Sue jumps into action and saves Midoriya. And then they're both flying in the air. But as they're both flying in the air, I love the little line that uh, Mineta has. He's saying, like, wow, Midoriya, you're so awesome. In the midst of everything that you're doing, he's like, I don't know how you do it. But yet, in, but yet even though you're shaking, even though you're scared, like, I'm going to jump into action as well. And then so he throws all of his, he starts throwing the, the purple balls on top of his head and he's throwing it down and he's throwing it down. And then it's cr and within the vortex, now the villains are sticking to each other and then now they're all sinking. Um, and uh, But I think it proves once again with Midoriya's character that when you are someone who sacrifices that you don't know what's going to happen next, but you're going to put your life on the line for others People are going to be inspired to jump into action no matter how scared they are. And that's just the how amazing Midori's character is and uh, that we should jump into action for others. How can we be selfless? Maybe you're not jumping into the water to uh, save somebody, but you know what? I bet we all have instances in our lives where we can be selfless for others. And I just think that's such a good thing for us to remember. And as that is happening... Uh, the water, as a water goes down in such a powerful force, it has to go back up. And then so the villains are sticking together, and then the water shoots back up in the air, and the villains are flying in the air, and they've all been captured. And then as they're flying, she says, wow, we did, it looks like we passed the water zone. And then we get like this still shot of all of them, and then boom, the episode ends. Episode ends way too soon, in my opinion. And so, but anyway, what a great 
action-filled episode and some things that we can learn from as well. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Man, My Hero is so good. I hope you enjoy this show. Check it out in the manga. Uh, watch it on Hulu or wherever you see it is is content. Don't steal it. Um, <laughs> don't do that, you guys. And uh, enjoy this anime and all other animes and mangas as well and video games. And remember, remember you guys, to please like us and rate us on iTunes and uh, Spotify as well. And, uh, man, what did you think about this episode? I would love to hear all about it. And so, well, I will see you guys Thursday for Avatar The Last Airbender in review. And then also Saturday as well for our new show uh, as we kind of recap our lives and what's happening. And we can talk and nerd out even more. So, hope you guys are having a great week so far on this Tuesday. And I will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.